Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, May 13th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Inflation rises at the fastest pace in 13 years. Andrew Yang wants to decriminalize sex crimes and heroin possession in New York City. That'll be great, huh? Governor Newsom releases a new plan to house the homeless. Minneapolis to pay millions to police officers who quit the force during the George Floyd riots. A new study shows most Americans starting their summer early. Also ahead, the truth about money in America. But first, inflation accelerating at the fastest rate since 2008. The Consumer Price Index rose more than 4% last month, increasing prices on everything from groceries to gasoline. The cost for a gallon is up 50% compared to the same period last year. Could hit $4 a gallon by the end of the summer. All of this because of the massive spending and anti-energy policies of President Biden. New York City mayoral candidate Andrew Yang telling reporters he will stop charging people with sex crimes and possession of narcotics if he's elected mayor. Said Mr. Yang, quote, the first thing we need to do is decriminalize things that aren't really hurting people. At least 70,000 Americans died from drug overdoses last year that might come under the banner of hurting people. Right, Mr. Yang? California Governor Newsom unveiling his plan to fight the state's out-of-control homeless problem. The package would allocate $12 billion to build shelters, unused apartments, and rent hotel rooms. All in, the bill totals more than $74,000 for each homeless person. Minneapolis City Council approving a plan that would pay $35 million in workers' comp to cops who left the department after George Floyd's killing. 200 police officers and firefighters have departed claiming they suffered physical injuries or post-traumatic stress in the aftermath of the riots. New survey from one poll says 59% of Americans plan on starting their summer early to make up for the disaster of last summer. Biggest goal, 70% say they plan to reconnect with friends and family as COVID recedes. But be very careful this summer. Very careful. In a moment, money and Americans. Right back with that. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, income inequality. That phrase is being used to attack the free market system in place in America since 1776. So let's look at this from a money point of view. There are about 340 million Americans, according to the IRS. 19 million of us, that's 6% of the entire population, are millionaires. Some of them worked hard for the money, like Donna Summer once sang. But some of them inherited it. But only 6% are millionaires. There are just 620 billionaires in the USA. That's it. So somebody tell Bernie Sanders. There are 120 million households in this country, according to the census. Households earning less than $50,000 a year, 50 million, the most of any bracket. Households earning between 50 and 100,000, 35 million, do the math, that's 85 million households out of 120 below $100,000. The next category is 100,000 to 500,000, that's 10 million people who are very well off. So, add up the millionaires, the billionaires, and those who are well off, and you've got 18 million households out of 120 million, okay, that are wealthy. Just keep that in mind. Now, that's not an outlandish figure for a capitalistic system. But the income inequality propaganda is at full tilt. And many Americans, perhaps most, think that the wealthy are bad because that's what the socialists want you to think. Now, how do you make money in America? Well, the key is education. One-third of Americans have a four-year college degree, and the average starting salary for them is 50000 bucks right out of college. 10% have a two-year degree. They start at 45000 13% have a master's degree or higher, PhD. They earn 80000 bucks first job. High school grads start out making just $30,000 a year. So you got to get educated. Now, 32% of white Americans attend, not necessarily graduate, but attend a four-year university compared to 20% of black Americans, 15% for Hispanics, and a whopping 50% for Asians. Women make up 52% of all college students, and that number goes up to 55 for post-grad. So the truth is, according to the facts, that allowing the government to give you stuff is easy and saps initiative. Working hard is hard. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But no matter what, it's better to work hard than to live on handouts. So let's challenge this income inequality thing. Get educated, develop a needed skill, work your buns off, take that, socialism. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And thank you all very much. My new book, Killing the Mob, number one in the USA. In a moment, something you might not know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 40 years ago today, an escaped Turkish killer fired a series of gunshots in St. Peter's Square, the heart of Vatican City. Four bullets struck the intended target, Pope John Paul II. Here's the story. John Paul was the spiritual leader of almost 600 million Roman Catholics around the world. He was elected Bishop of Rome in 1978. He was the first Polish pope and the first non-Italian pope in 456 years. John Paul was an international hero fighting Russian communism while holding peace negotiations with Jewish and Muslim leaders in the Middle East. A 23-year-old man from Istanbul named Mehmet Ali Acha had recently escaped police custody there for the murder of a left-wing journalist. He told friends he considered Pope John Paul, quote, the masked leader of the last crusades. On May 13, 1981, Pope John Paul entered St. Peter's Square, surrounded by thousands of faithful Catholics. Suddenly, the Turk fired four shots into the Pope with a 9mm pistol. The Pope was struck in the abdomen, suffering critical injuries. Many thought he would die. A group of nuns actually detained the gunman and found a note in his pocket stating, quote, I am killing the Pope as a protest against the imperialism of the Soviet Union and the United States and against the genocide that is being carried out in El Salvador and Afghanistan. But Pope John Paul miraculously survived. And here's something else you might not know. The assailant was sentenced to life imprisonment for the shooting, but was pardoned by the Italian president in June 2000 at the Pope's request. John Paul II and his would-be assassin met multiple times following the shooting and actually became friends. The shooter sent a letter to the Pope shortly before his death in 2005, wishing Pope John Paul, good health and a long life. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.